currently we have 54 degrees in Salem and Roanoke and Lynchburg, 52 in Bedford and 54 in Danville, 54 in Appomattox, 52 in Amherst. It is 8.06 here on the Morning Jam. We're uh, delighted to have David Beauregard on the line. He's with Root of David organization. Uh, They reach out to folks in Israel, Jewish people uh, in the United States and uh, across the pond there. Good morning, David. Good morning, Mark and Janet. Good morning. Hi. So you you have an event coming up uh, tomorrow, but uh, before we get to that, we'll we'll end with that. Uh, we just wanted to see if you could give us a little insight. I know that you uh, you know lived in in Israel for a number of years, and you're going to be heading back. So let's let's talk about what you know to be uh, true that maybe the media is not letting us know. Well, I think. Uh I think the main thing that uh, the media doesn't let you know is a lot of the uh, uh, things that are underneath, like pictures. There's a lot of also I I think the main thing really is that uh, the way of Western thinking about Middle Eastern uh, nations and people is uh, not attuned to the way that they think and. We can see it in the way that Hamas attacked uh, Israel. uh, And in the West, there are these, quote, rules of war. And, you know, this group, Hamas, they don't follow rules of war. They're not interested in rules of war. It's a religious war. As It's not a political war. It's not a governmental war. It's a worldwide global uh, point of view for world domination. Uh, Too violent. Help me understand, because I don't understand, where the support for, I'm sorry, it's support for Hamas. They can say Palestine all they want to, but they're supporting terrorists when they come out and they they are pro-Palestine. How did we get here? Well, we get here, uh, I think it's, it's been a slow, you know, kind of a boiling pot frog in the pot kind of thing yeah. of of uh, teaching and letting people know what the real deal is. Uh, the facts on the ground are different than what main media puts out there. You know, Israel for years has, uh, I mean, they supply water, food, trucks and for years. And, and countries, the, the UNRWA group, United Nations, is uh, specifically designed to aid the Palestinians. And so um, that aid, I mean, and there's billions, it's probably in the trillions by now that they have received, but they, they don't use the funds to build infrastructure. They don't build schools. They don't build agricultural farming areas. They don't build, uh, they don't build the things for the people that they need. And they train. There's another uh, uh, Israeli group called the Palestinian Media Watch. And if you go on there, they are able to get, they show how they're training young Palestinians. On the other side of that, in the West, like most of these college students today uh, that, that you hear that are doing all this protesting like you're talking about, they, they do not have facts. They mm-hmm. do not know what's actually happening, and you're not going to get it. You don't get it from the, the, the national media here. And you don't get it from a lot of people around the world. 
I mean, look at the hospital inc- incident. Right. It wasn't a bombing by Israel. Mm-hmm. And but New York Post or New York Times went out with it anyway. And so, without checking for credible sources. Right. I mean, you can't take the word of Hamas. It's an Islam-based uh, organization. I mean, and in their creed, I can't remember the name for it, but they they are. They are. It's okay to lie to the quote infidels. Yes, and you know you can't think of a Western mindset or a United Nations rules of war kind of ideologue or a path to pursue when you're at war with these kind of people. They're um, they are they're more than just set in their ideologue and or you know, what their purpose is. They're crazed. It's demonic, actually. Mm-hmm. The, the spiritual battle is straight from hell. Um, you know, the Lord has said, I will put my name in Jerusalem. Uh, and he wrote his name there. And so that spiritual battle is, is the ultimate thing that's happening between light and dark and good and evil. Well, I mean, and, when, you will, when you will sacrifice, your, when you don't love your children more than you hate your enemy... I mean, right. how do you, what do you deal, how do you deal with that? I mean, it's, I can't even as a mother fathom that. You mean from a supporting, from, to the opposite No, that? because how do you deal with an enemy who hates their, who, who hates you so much, they hate you more than they love their own children? It, and they're willing to kill and, and they're willing and to slaughter their children right. they don't care i mean they're if right. they'll slaughter their own children what right. will they do to yours mm-hmm. i mean my goodness i don't see how anybody well, can defend that you, well you can't and that that's and we shouldn't really look to see how they can defend it because they have no intention of defending it their purpose is to kill maim and destroy but we have people in this country who are standing up for them and and speaking and and saying that israel is the is the um, aggressor and it's just insane It, it is insane but it's something that we've missed it's been like i said it's a slow thing that has happened we have and you know really it comes down to the church again you know, we have pulled back and not put forth the truth or, you know, caused people to bring out the truth. Now, with all these college students, they don't know what they're doing. They're just in a cause. Right. right. They're in a frenzy. Okay. They're in a frenzy, but they don't have facts. They can't defend the position if you ask them. Instead, they'll get violent. Right. Okay. So you can have a reasonable con- you can have a reasonable conversation um i mean i'm I, I can remember earlier when i was looking in i mean years ago uh israel was supplying 70 trucks a day of of food and medical supplies and, and there was no wars then okay when this was happening but this is how they were taken care of hamas takes all that money and they do not apply it to if i mean look at the tunnels I talked mm-hmm. to, maybe you know, have heard of uh, Jack Hibbs and Amir uh, Safardi. And they were uh, talking about, you know, the, some of the tunnels are 200 feet deep. Yeah. It's a 20-story building. Yeah. Okay, and so they're like moles, and they're cowards. And 
you, you can't reason with somebody like that. That's why we see in the scriptures, when the Lord had Israel go into certain territories and certain places. He said, you need to kill every man, woman, child, beast. I mean, even the animals. Yeah. I know you can recall that, but... Yeah, that's in the Old the Testament, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, okay? And really, you're not going to deal with an enemy. If an enemy comes in your home like that, there's, there's, there's no discussion. There's no negotiation. There's the false flag of, okay... I just killed half of your family, uh, but let's have a ceasefire now. Right. Uh, let's just take time. And all that does is give them a chance to build up. And yeah, to they're going to retool. Right. They're going to regroup because yeah. they are so motivated mm-hmm. in, in that. Um, I'm going to share this, what I heard yesterday, and then uh, we'll, we'll go into what you're going to talk about tomorrow. Um, I heard yeah. uh, where uh, Hamas took somebody's phone of a family he just was – brutally killing and called his mom and dad you know it's like our kids would call and say hey i got an a on my test you know i'm really doing good i studied really hard and i got an a he was talking like that to his mom and dad that i've killed this family i'm calling i'm calling aren't you proud of me i i killed them and then i killed their neighbors i've killed 10 so far today right and they were so excited i mean that's how inbred the hatred Mm -hmm. and and the approval isn't that funny that, that that's the, the one thing that doesn't change is the approval of your parents, uh, and even in the midst of this craziness? Your parents that couldn't care less if you die? Well, I know, but, your, but they're, you know, they're it's, proud. It's messed up. It is so messed up. And I, and, and I boy. Think, go ahead. No, no go ahead. Well, uh, no, okay, I was just, just going to say that's just messed up. It is, it, but it's beyond messed up. It's right. evil, it's dark, and, and that's what we have to wake up to. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so what can we do? What can we do for you? How can we, other than, than pray, which we all need to be doing very intently? Well, I'm going to have, uh, we're having a seminar here tomorrow from 1030 to 1. Uh, it's a four-segment seminar, and we're going to talk about the very things that are happening. We're talking about the participants. We're going to give a historical background of Hamas, Israel, the Palestinians, Palestine, quote, uh, the Philistines, etc. Um, there's a great verse about what's going to happen in the end. Zephaniah chapter 2, verses 4 to 7. Um, and it talks about the, that whole region is going to be for the house of Judah. Uh, and everything else is going to be destroyed. I don't know when that's going to happen. But anyway, that's part of the history. Then we also have a second segment that is going to approach it from a biblical prophetic point of view and see what's happening there. Where's Gaza in that? Where's Philistines in that? How does it relate? Is it part of the Psalm 83 war? Is it part of the Ezekiel 38-39 war? Is it the Euphrates war? How how do these fit in there? Is it related or is it not? Um, The third segment is about the chief enemy, and the chief enemy is uh, Satan. Uh, but he has a motive and a plan, both physical and spiritual, and so we're going to talk about that as well. The final uh, segment is about application and a call to action, uh, and so we'll go through those four segments tomorrow. Um, and where's this going to be held the, at, David? Where, 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 this will be held, okay, right up here in Bedford at uh, 1509 Oakwood uh, Street in Bedford. at 1030, It'll start at 1030. Uh, and if per- people are interested or if they call in, uh, I posted the fa- – I put the flyer on Facebook. It's on there. So all the instructions are there. Okay. Um, 
there is a uh, RSVP required. We want to know who's coming. You know, anybody can call, and so, um, you know, uh, we just want to take that precaution. We'll have security here as well. Sure. Um, also, um, so people, you can give them uh, our email info. Uh, the info it's info at therootofdavid.org. Um, if they're interested in that. Info um, at therootofdavid.org, all spelled out. All right? Yes. Okay, so that's one of the things. And then uh, the final point, I guess, is uh, we've set up a fundraiser. Um, uh, you know, my my expenses are pretty much taken care of, but uh, uh, a friend of mine, Moshe, uh, he's in the north, and he was the guy that I was supposed to meet for the trips the outreach trips for next year in May and November, obviously that's been, you know, that's not going to happen. Right. Uh, so, but he was called back into service, and uh, he's he and his unit are guarding a kibbutz up in the north. So I'll be going up there myself to help them with that. But uh, strangely enough, there's a real need for food, clothing, um, medical supplies, and um, personal hygiene things. So that's what we're trying to raise money for to bring. Okay. Um, and we'll be filling two suitcases with those types of things, but uh, it's uh, cheaper to buy the things there. Okay, um, it's, I got it's you. Easier to buy. And, you know, a suitcase is only going to get us so much. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, we have the fundraiser, and that... Um, so, anyway, the, of the three ways that people can help is, 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 is the giving, and they can go to the website, therootofdavid.org, and... Uh, the front page, the uh, home page, is the link. You, you'll see A to Israel right on there. Okay. The second thing you guys mentioned is prayer, constant, steady, yep. and really fervent prayer, uh, and fasting if people can. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and then the third thing would be send words of encouragement or letters to people to that unit in the kibbutz or to the family in the kibbutz, and they can do that. Um, but they can send it to my email, and I will pass it on to them as I'm there. Okay. Just so that they're encouraged. <clears throat> because, uh, I mean, the war, uh, that same where you got that report about that um, that mom and, and that guy calling, the mm-hmm. uh, Amir was talking about, uh, you know, the war really hasn't even really begun. I know. Hezbollah is active, and right. then you have what they call a West Bank, which is actually Judea and Samaria. Yes. And so there's... There, um, there's a lot going on, but uh, okay. those are the way you can move. Um, that phone ra- the fundraiser would really help those people there in that area, and they're close to the north. Well, we we're thinking the- of you, and and we are praying for you. You stay safe, and um, and and let us know if there's anything we can do in the future. All right, thank you, Mark and Janet. Appreciate it, David. And to your listeners. Yes, yeah. David Beauregard from uh, Root of David. Dot org the root of David put right. in the word the root of David dot org and uh, also you can email them if you want more information at info at the root of David dot org it is eight twenty one the morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb going through a storm but I won't go down I hear your voice carried in the rhythm of the wind to call me. So why would it try? You are a child. You are in love. 
therapy, I love complaining to someone who can't leave the room. And I can tell my therapist wants to leave. I can see it in her face. She's tired. I've been there for so long. I just like staying and talking to her, you know? She's 75 years old, so she can't get up. It's perfect. She even analyzes dreams, which is so fun. I tell her my dreams. She tells me what they mean. She told me that everyone that shows up in your dream is you. I know, isn't that crazy? They're all you. So one night I had a dream that this big brown bear was chasing me. And then I woke up and I was like, I need to get a bikini wax. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't like a crazy bear from the 70s. You know what I mean? It was just a bear. Calm down. It was just a bear. Some of you get it. Some of you still don't get the joke. Just ask your friend after this show. If If you have to explain it, you probably should have called that one out. Well, I mean, she's very hairy. She dreamed herself as a bear. Got it. So, so she I got just it. needs to get that, whatever that, you know, when I think of wax, I think of going out and waxing the car. Well, I told you, you know? my story about the waxing and my roommate, and she, like, decided she was going to do it herself, and she got she got the wax on, and, and then she's yelling at me from the other room, and I'm like, yeah. Gina, what have you done? And she's like, I can't do it. I can't pull it. You got to pull oh, it. And I was my. like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Nah. Or we're going to have to call 911. Oh, <laughs> she, my gosh. I don't think they'll and, do it either, will they? She, she, Maybe mean, they will. She was in a bad way. She was an Italian girl. Oh. And, yeah, there's a lot of hair going on. And Well, <laughs> I mean, I did it, but they probably thought I was murdering someone. Oh, wow. It, was, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> the, the only one that was worse was when they did it on Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe. Oh, and and his cameraman agreed to do it. He was very had a very hairy chest. Oh my! I just can't imagine. He was like a, a little girl, and Micro goes. He's like, "Nope, I'm done. We're doing." And he had this big patch right across his chest. He's like, "You are not going to walk around like that." And he was like, "I absolutely am. I'm totally call, walking around." Just like call that. me Dash. Yeah, <laughs> just, he was not having any of it. So earlier in the show, we were talking about the uh, the hideous sofa. Yeah, so many of us grew up with people still checking in, huh? Yeah, the uh, the hard sides, the wooden sides, the the autumn themed velour covers. We've had a lot of response to that one, including Robin from uh, Woodlane Antiques. She said, oh. she said, now they're reupholstering those. They're redoing them. Okay, they're painting them and covering them oh. and, and do it. Which I was like, no, thank you. So uncomfortable. Yeah, yes, um. Here's some of the comments. I think my sister had this set. Mom and dad had something very similar. Many injuries occurring <laughs> on the wood. Um, Jim says, looks like a pizza topping. Well, a little bit. It does. It does. Mark says, my parents still have it. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, dear. I didn't mean to offend your parents. I'm sorry. Uh, and then Amanda says, yes, my parents had the audacity to have this sheer elegance in living room decor reupholstered mm-hmm. into a boring, understated hue as to not compete with the drapes. Wow. Okay. I, I could see going with a solid color of some sort, possibly. Sure. It would maybe look a little less hideous. It's just an unfortunate... Well, okay, those... Those pads are just like that solid foam. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It just... I mean, they held up. Yeah, I mean, they hold their whatever. And I think that was it. I think people just wanted something that was really going to hold up. Mm-hmm. 
So, and they they certainly got that. Well, and the prices that you quoted earlier were definitely uh, <laughs> pre Biden. What a what a bargain! <laughs> now you that was. Oh, don't even get me started in taxes on something. What you would pay for the whole thing? We went shopping for um, for a dishwasher. Yeah. My husband, who would never leave the place if he didn't have to, and very seldom comes towards Lynchburg, if we're riding down the road, and he's like, when did that go up? Uh, yeah. When did that go up? I yeah. need to get out more. Right, <laughs> but, right. But we went and shopped for a dishwasher, and let me tell you, there are some pretty crappy appliances out there. Mm-hmm. Some cheesy ones, And no we doubt. had the price point. We had the price point picked. Mm-hmm. And there's now a, a third tier to the dishwasher. That's the new thing. Oh, yeah. Is you've got the bottom rack, you've got the top rack, and then you have a rack above that. Okay. And that's for like spatulas. Surgical tools, maybe? Well, spatulas and and bottle washers and and like little tiny things that kind of get lost in the other stuff. Oh, I know. I mean, I see how it could be valuable. Straws is a big thing for me. The metal ones? I mean, they fall through that little, you know, the little thing that's supposed to hold the silverware in. Oh, well. I don't wash my straws, so I don't. I don't really use straws. Anyway, so well, I'm not washing like McDonald's straws. I can go get those. We were going for through, free. not for much longer though. Well, probably not. So there's that. But yeah, it was it was a chore to find one, and mm. finally I did have to get my husband to up the price point a little bit. Did you? Yes, but in true Mark, my Mark fashion, he got a hundred bucks off. Oh. of the already sell price. Oh, good for him. Did That's, you get the third shelf? No. Okay. I I went for substance over you know sexiness yeah yeah i didn't know a dishwasher could be sexy well they well can i be, do sir. the dishes at my house and i tell my wife i'm i'm sexy I'm and sure. i know it I feel like we need a laugh here <laughs> two things i'm avoiding this year are gluten and conflicts that's it no more gluten and conflict for me so if somebody offers me a beer i'm gonna say no thank you it has gluten in it. And if they're like, stop being such an idiot and just drink it, I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> no conflict. That's right. That's right. I'm also trying to focus on the present moment. You always have to stay present. You know, if you, if you think about the past, it causes depression. If you think about the future, it causes anxiety. So just always try to stay present. Like that moment, we were all in it together in the present moment. Together, it's that easy. My friend can't do it. She's like, I can't stay in the present moment. So I punched her in the arm really hard. And she was like, ouch, that really hurt. And I said, right when you said, ouch, that was the present moment. And she's like, but you hurt me. I'm like, now you're dwelling on the past. (laughs) See? She's a philosopher, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think about it. I mean, we learned this morning that if you go to IHOP and get an omelet, you're getting gluten oh my and carbs, and you didn't even know it. Because they do what, Janet? They put pancake batter in the eggs for the omelet, Yeah, which is just messed up. I'm, I'm thinking that should be, like, that should be in bold print. I know. I mean, I may as well go ahead and get the pancake. Right. Which is to avoid conflict, like she was talking about. There, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh wow. uh, well, nobody avoiding conflict on uh, city council, oh, uh, at least in Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vice Mayor Feraldi has broken his silence about the emails. We talked about this on yesterday's show yeah. uh, that were put out on social media between Mayor Reed and Councilman Marty Mischens, uh, alleging the Mischens tried to get Liberty students to spy on 
on uh, on Feraldi at a town hall. The uh, Feraldi's town hall was hosted at Sandusky Elementary School. Uh, Mayor Stephanie Reed said that uh, Liberty University student came to her and said that Mischens asked him and another student to be, quote, hitmen and to wear a body camera or a recording device and to ask questions that would put Feraldi in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Reed did confirm that the emails posted were accurate when asked by ABC 13. Uh, when they asked Feraldi uh, about the incident, uh, he said, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. And then they said, do you think you should face repercussions? Feraldi said, I think he's facing the repercussions even now as we speak. Uh, the vice mayor uh, refused to elaborate any further. They also reached out to Veronica Bratton, who serves as the chairwoman of the Lynchburg Republican Committee, about her position. Uh, and she said that uh, she was focused on the elections and didn't have any comments about that. Okay. I think you have to vet out your spies a little better. Mm. Maybe do a little background check. Make sure they're... And, and this is silly because I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest this, that anybody would ever do anything like this. It just seems silly to me. Well, it's childish. It's, uh, but we've seen a lot of that. Yeah, we have. Uh, they, they did ask Bratton if Mischen's hitman plan, which he has not denied, warrants any kind of reprimand. Uh, will there be any repercussions that he potentially faces? Have you even looked at that? She says her only focus has been Delegate Walker and Sen- Senator Peak races. I think the only focus that's going to happen when these city council comes up again. Look, they wasted no time in, in sensory fraudy. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, the GOP's in a mess. It's yeah. just a mess right exactly. now. So, well, something good know. that's happening. Yes, let's do that, please. CASA. Yes, it's we the, love them. Yeah, the CASA super superhero run. Yeah. Lace up those shoes. Mm-hmm. Put on your favorite costume. Yep. This CASA superhero run is coming November the 4th at Percival's Island Trail here in Lynchburg. The festival is going to open at 9 the 5K begins at 10. It's a great way to raise money and just uh, recognize all the hard work that CASA does and really directly impacting uh, the young people that they get to reach out to. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be part of the run, LynchburgSuperHeroRun.com. Yeah. LynchburgSuperHeroRun.com. Great way to raise money and get out there and exercise a little bit. Yeah. So there you go. So um, there's a lot going on this weekend because it is Halloween weekend. It is. So that's kind of fun. A lot of parties going on, so be careful. A lot of parties and a lot of things that you can take in and do Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend, including uh, some things here in the area. If you're in the the Lynchburg area, Mm -hmm. you can uh, go to Fort Hill Memorial Park. They're having a trunk or treat. That's going to be tonight. Starting at 530 Mm -hmm. and uh, Boys and Girls Club, they're having a trunk or treat. That's going to be also tonight, five to seven. And uh, the first Olympic trunk or treat, that's going to be in Lynchburg on Monday from six to eight. River Ridge is having a boo bash on Halloween. Yeah, boo bash. That's just fun to say. Okay. Isn't it? 
I like that. I'll tell you something that's not happening. What? <laughs> Pancake Jamboree is not happening today. It, it, it is not. I thought it was. No. Texted, I texted Tommy. I, I threw out myself a lifeline. Have you ever thrown it out in hopes that the other person was wrong? Right. Well, I threw out the lifeline. Yeah, how'd that go? And uh, I just I just simply said, you know, hey, uh, I'll see you, next, uh, see you next week. Thinking he'd go, oh, gosh, yeah, I'm glad you reminded me. Well, I thought it was today. And I thought, there's my excuse. Sure. And this is How'd what he says. This is, uh, I said, I'll see you next Friday. Smiley face. He says, have it on my calendar for next Friday. You idiot. At 1130. <laughs> no, Lynchburg Armory. Look forward to catching up. And then I had to write, I got it wrong. I thought it was today. LOL. Um, so Tommy yeah. had it right all along. For some reason, I thought it was all today. Right. I don't know. But Some other things that you can actually take Maybe in. Maybe I'll go to IHOP and this get a, weekend. a pancake omelet. Would you focus? I am. Terry Subaru, they're having <laughs> one in Forest uh, tonight, 6 to 8. Mm-hmm. The uh, Family Fall Festival, that's at uh, Join Greater Grace Chapel and at the Backyard. Jefferson Forest High School is having one on Sunday. Mm-hmm. In Roanoke, Southeast Trunk or Treat Party on Saturday from 5 to 7. Bedford Centerfest. Okay. Uh, that's been rescheduled after a bad weather. So Centerfest is coming back with a Halloween theme. Oh, okay. So that's going to be Saturday from 10 to 6. Uh, also in uh, Amherst County. Now tonight, Second Stage is having a uh, Halloween bash and dance party. So that's going to be from 5 until 9 mm-hmm. at Second Street in Amherst. Okay. Uh, it's free. I'm going. I'm volunteering. Okay, good for you. Yeah. So... I have to, not much of a dancer, but, you know, I can hand out candy. Right. So uh, that's going on in Amherst. There's a lot of events going on this weekend that you can take in. Concord Elementary is having a trunk retreat as well. So every everywhere in our listing area, yeah. I don't have a lot of stuff for the south side. So if you know of something going on on the south side, I'm glad to cover that if you want to let us know about it. Okay. So there you go. I just, um, they didn't have trunk retreat because we didn't, we didn't have to do that back then. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember. I know. Mom and Dad said. But just, do you remember, or, or maybe you were past trick or treating age? Do you remember when people started doing the nefarious stuff? Oh, putting like needles in the apples and it, and razor blades and stuff. Yeah, and it ruined. It did trick or treating. It really did. Um, it. it I mean, it, I remember it very well because this is why I remember it. We had this marvelous lady in our neighborhood, and we had a great neighborhood to trick or treat in. Mm-hmm. And she always made these fantastic popcorn balls. Oh, okay. They were so delicious. They were like, they were kind of like a Rice Krispie treat, sort Mm -hmm. of. It's like if a a Rice Krispie treat and kettle corn had a baby. Oh, yeah. They'd be that. Okay. So everybody is looking forward to it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, you can't do homemade treats anymore. You can't make special things Mm -hmm. for the children. You have to buy it. Yeah, and then we bought. didn't get that one anymore. It was always very sad. Well, so times have changed. You know, I I'm know. Just hoping people don't get killed over the weekend. Chicago tends to get a little rough on Around Halloween week. Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you you had that story you showed me earlier about this uh, Chinese fighter. Well, yeah, we haven't. Then this is just now coming out. It happened on Tuesday though. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently. On Tuesday, Mm -hmm. a Chinese fighter jet flew within a critically close distance of a U.S. bomber aircraft, prompting anger from military officials. The Chinese Shenyang J-11 
rapidly approached a U.S. B-52 bomber. What is that from, like, World War II? Well, use them in Vietnam. I think that's where they were. Why are we using bombers? Aren't they, like, slow and sluggish? Well, they're still efficient. Are they? They can carry a heavy payload. Okay. I don't think they can outrun a a J-11. They can't. The the J-11 came within 10 feet. That is very close. That's crazy close. That is very, very close. The plane, now listen to this, harassed the B-52, flying close at uncontrolled excessive speed, flying below and in front of and within 10 feet of the B-52, putting Mm -hmm. both aircraft in danger of collision. U.S. military officials said they were concerned by the pilot's behavior claiming China's recent history of similar stunts puts peace in the region at risk. Really? Like okay, we need is, any more unsettling. This is where you have to have some kind of jammer on the B-52. He just pushes a button, and, and the Chinese plane's electronics go... Kapui. Kapui, but he may fly into you then. We are concerned this pilot was unaware of how close he came. Oh, he knew how close he was coming. Come on. The airspace over the South China Sea is strategically valuable Mm -hmm. china has sought to assert control over it as the u.s and its allies conduct drills the chinese communist party (laughs) remarked on the encounter with frustration (laughs) okay yeah accusing the u.s of of provocative excessive military presence the u.s military planes travel thousands of miles to china's doorstep to quote flex muscle foreign ministry spokesperson said well i i would agree with him there they're there to flex muscle don't screw with the u.s she said that this is the source of maritime and air security risk it is not conducive to regional peace and stability Mm. both the u.s and china refused to back down over the incident issuing similar statements announcing intentions to continue operations as usual u.s military said the u.s will continue to fly sail and operate safely and responsibly Wherever international law allows, Mao said China will continue to take resolute measures to maintain its national sovereignty, security, and territorial integrity. Here we go. Well, they sent all those boats. Is anybody surprised? Into the Middle East. Yeah, it's yeah. I think we're going to see Taiwan. And and let us not forget that they've bought up our farmland right <laughs> near our military bases, yeah. and Just, nobody's been paying attention to that. Well, Sarah Sarah Sanders has. Yeah. She's put well, forward some legislation there's so one. stuff like that can't happen right well all right 848 we'll, we'll end it on a positive note i promise we're gonna send tom cruise over there and straighten things out okay? i know it sounded like i was describing a tom cruise i know yeah you know, send maverick over there yeah fix your little Kick red wagon little butts Ooh, wow hungry for some truth with a side of common sense you want answers then you found the right choice It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. I love my friends, though. I think they're great. My best friend's on Vicodin because her mom has really bad back pain. Please laugh at all my jokes. I have scoliosis. <laughs> Any doctors here? They never come out. No. 
I love doctors. They're so great. Does anyone else confuse medical attention for love? I mean, the other day I had a very handsome doctor come up to me. And I was sick, and he goes, how are you feeling? And I was like, I love you too. I mean, how romantic. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. She's, oh my goodness. She's pretty funny. Yeah. It's like it's reminds me of Miranda when she goes to see the doctor and and uh she's like trying on his last name. <laughs> trying on his last name? Yeah. Wow. This is Dr. Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. It's You're fun. on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this the other day about the um, the Hamas, um, you know, people in this country that are, you know, supporting them, sensitive, protesting. Yeah. And their main argument is how the Israelis have occupied their land. Yeah, my Lord. And they just want it back. Mm-hmm. But, huh, if you don't like land being taken from people and occupied, then why do you come to a country like America Right. Mm-hmm. the argument is we stole the land from other people you know, and then you want to make your home here and, and this be your this be your, your, your sounding board. I mean, our entire history is based on that. All of it. From the Vikings to, I mean, the Spaniards. I mean, every that's how it works. Uh, Absolutely, it's and not I mean, pretty. And, and, and you know the the Jews, the Israelites had you know had the land, and you know it was taken from somebody. And, you know, and it's just it's repeated. And then they took the land from the Israelites, and then the Israelites got it back. You know what I mean? It's, right. It's just a I don't know. And I, I guess that's just when your hatred is just so bad that you're not even willing to stand on principle. Mm-hmm. Then. There, there goes your argument. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Thanks for but, calling in this morning. Yeah, Appreciate it. You know, I saw. Yeah. You, you too. Know, I'm always watching the true crime. Um, <laughs> I saw a neighborhood dispute. Mm-hmm. These neighbors literally fought for years over a strip of land the size of a surfboard, and one of them ended up dying. Wow! Over a strip of land the size of wow. a surfboard. I mean, people will. It's it's crazy what people will fight will fight over. One thing uh, I want to mention: we had uh, mm-hmm. a listener send in the Blue Ridge Folklife Festival. It's taking place at Ferrum College on Saturday, starting at ten a.m. ten to five, and that looks like a really cool festival too. Like mm-hmm. if you're in that area, you might want to take that in. All right, sounds good. Yep. I hope your wife is listening okay. for this next story. Uh, you know, there are a lot of, of popular memes out there. Some of the most popular ones are, are like the world's most intelligent man saying, I don't always dislike children, but when I do, it's usually because their parents aren't doing their job. <laughs> okay. I think a restaurant in Georgia might share that meme. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they've gone viral for charging customers an extra fee for bad parenting, along with other controversial policies. Limited sauce. No, that's not one of them. I'm kidding. That's next Friday, that's by next the way. That's next Friday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> screenshots of terms listed at the bottom of the menu, namely an adult surcharge for adults unable to parent, have been sparking mixed reaction on social media. 
While the exact cost isn't listed, multiple reviewers condemning the practice claim they were charged up to $50. Wow. Oh, so so you're complaining because you are a bad parent and you got busted. Mm. Um, if you have children, absolutely avoid this place at all costs. Holy moly. The most disrespectful owner made a huge scene in front of the entire restaurant because our children were running through the restaurant. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, we were told they need to go to Burger King and Walmart, and that we were bad parents, and they have a $50 surcharge for bad children. Well, you know what? I think mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's their goal. They don't, want, they don't want kids. It's not a restaurant for children. Right. The uh, owner came out and told me he was adding 50 bucks to the bill because of my children's behavior. My uh, Another said, my kid watched a tablet until the food arrived. The other ate their food, and my wife took them outside while I waited and paid the bill. Another said, don't go if you have children. We were three adults, two children, and our four-month-old baby. Since we entered the place, they gave us a bad look. Hmm. Later, my wife was rocking the baby, and the manager told her, you just don't do that in a fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and later moved our stroller in a bad way. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not. It's not a family restaurant, and they need to. They need to say that right. that it's not a family restaurant. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a nice. They have good ratings. Mm-hmm. Over two thousand reviews. Uh, high praise for the quality of food, the okay. scenic views, and the courteous wait staff. As long as you don't have unruly children. Right. A repeating complaint is that despite the restaurant claiming to have two dog-friendly areas, people relying on service animals were turned away. Mm, That seems weird. Okay, we only have about a minute and a half. How many outbursts before a a mom or a dad needs to take the child not out out of the the area, into the bathroom or outside? crying, throwing a fit? Yeah. One. One, okay. And and that was my... philosophy right i'm not people are paying a lot of money for their food mm-hmm. uh at, even even at a family-friendly restaurant i'm sure. not going to sit there with my crying baby sure I, i'm just not going to ruin that experience for other for people everybody else, yeah so that's that's my philosophy mm-hmm. but you yeah, know. I, think, I think the one rule would apply yeah to that now here's the other question uh, how many times do you let a child moon the rest of the restaurant before oh, you take what? them out? I had that happen. What? Not, not one of my children. It wasn't one of my children. It was somebody else's child, which is why I found it Did they get up on the seat hysterical. and moon? Or just, just... Um, they were standing up on the bench. I believe it was a Chili's. Oh, my gosh. I want my baby butt, baby butt, baby butt. <laughs> I want my baby butt, baby butt, baby butt. <laughs> Did you say baby back or baby butt? I said baby butt. Okay. Because it was it thought. was it was a toddler. Okay. And and he had just started wearing like the the regular pants and right. he was very proud of yeah. the fact he wasn't wearing diapers anymore. <laughs> just wanna let everybody know. Just let everybody know. I'm a big boy now. That's right. Oh Lord. <sighs> Have well, a enjoy great your, weekend. Yeah, enjoy yeah. your weekend. Make sure you keep your big boy pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. For sure. All the way on. Yeah, that's it. Make today awesome. We'll see you guys Monday.